0: Yeah.
1: Keeping it current, baby. Backyard oh. Wrestling, episode one hundred. What do you want? Such good shit. Literally. I am your host, Jay. <laughs> I'm Bob, and we have a hell of a show for you today. It's episode one hundred. One hundred. We're doing everything.
2: No champagne. I didn't bring it with me. That's alright, but well, we do we do have beer. We have we have beer. Yes.
1: We are covering not current raw. We are doing January eleventh, nineteen ninety three. The very first Raw ever. Yeah. And it was kind of racist.
2: And uh, there's a lot of problem, Very problematic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Very different from today's <laughs> Raw. <laughs> That's for sure. Holy cow. Oh, my God. Did you watch it, dude?
2: Yes, I watched it. I watched it. My wife goes in, what are you watching? I'm like, the very first Raw <laughs> It's only an hour long. I wish Raw was this like this now. If you watch it on Peacock, it's forty-five minutes. Yes, it was. It was so quick. <laughs> it's so great. I went. I wish. I wish Raw was like this now. Yeah. No. Now it's three hours of shit, absolute garbage.
1: But everybody say a prayer for America's favorite Johnny Depp. What a bitch his <laughs> wife is. She's terrible. What a horrible, horrible. Oh, I took it off the no
3: horrible human being yes
2: yeah i i I heard about some of the stuff that they were talking about and i went jesus christ she's lucky she's lucky that she didn't run in one of those guys that would kill her like she's nuts yeah
1: now granted johnny depp does have a substance abuse problem which he admits yes he's never uh, whatever this isn't pop culture backyard pop culture (laughs) No, this is Backyard Wrestling. But it, it, I, I will say, you start watching that, you get sucked in.
2: Oh, yeah. It is addicting. Oh, it's just like the videos on uh, Facebook. Now they have it where you can look at TikTok videos on Facebook, and you're just scrolling right through them. Are you serious? And it's like, next thing you know, it's 2 in the morning, and you should be in bed, and it's and like... And you might... It's like a... You
3: just made the list!
2: It's like a good drug trip. Next like, so you know,
1: it's like, boom! Yeah, if you watch some of those videos, you might make a list. <laughs> Yeah,
2: uh, probably not allowed to fly anymore <laughs> after some of those. Those girls are young. Don't look at them. Oh, no, they don't show them on there. Oh. They just show, like, funny random stuff. there are
1: some messed up videos on TikTok. Dude. Oh, TikTok is a terrib- disgusting. Is a terrible place.
2: Oh, no, it's not TikTok. It's Instagram. Still, Instagram is just as bad at Yeah,
1: that's true. That's true. For uh, Instagram and TikTok. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um,
2: Bob did bring a beer today. I did bring a beer. And... He was kind of on time. Yeah. So, fuck yeah, Bob. I left early today. Awesome. I didn't break the vodka. Episode 100 is already a great success. From Forgotten Brewery uh, in Cherry Hill, New Jersey, Funnel Cake. Oh, boy. Boardwalk Ale. Uh, Ale brewed with uh, lactose and vanilla beans. All right.
1: Well, we've had beer like that before.
2: Uh, 5.5.
1: Not bad. There you go.
2: That sounded good. We need some ASMR.
1: love how that sounds man is that not the best sound in the world here it, fizz all right sniff test there isn't one let's see oh all right it's definitely an ale it's definitely an ale oh i taste the vanilla i taste the, the vanilla comes in it's subtle at the end yeah Right off the bat, you don't really taste much until the vanilla kicks you in the face. Like a eh. Shawn Michaels super kick.
2: It's all right. It's okay. It's not bad.
1: I will finish it for sure. Which is uh, not saying much.
2: Wish it taste more like funnel cake. I love funnel cake. Funnel cake is so good. It's okay. Uh, f- I actually like fried Oreos better, though. Fried Oreos are so good.
1: I've never had a fried Oreo. you never had a fried Oreo? No. Well,
2: we were just talking about going to a baseball game. They sell them at the baseball game.
1: Yeah, yeah, we're going Blue Claws.
2: I actually made fried Oreos in the air fryer.
1: Can we talk about air fryers for a second?
2: I love my air fryer.
1: Air fryers are the biggest effing ripoff in the world. Really? All it is is a convection oven. That's all it is.
2: Well, that's because you have that fancy convection oven.
1: Yeah. I also have an air fryer.
2: Mine's just an air fryer.
1: Yeah. It it circulates heat. That's it. That's all it does. The conspiracy. Well, Bob. I didn't pay for it. I don't care. Here, there you go. Being that tonight's theme, at least the first half of the show, is 1993. I am going to tell you the cost of living back in 1993. Oh, Star- God. You ready? Starting with the average cost of a new house. $113,200. Wow. Yeah. Average income per year Thirty-one thousand two hundred and thirty bucks. People still make that now. Yes. Average monthly rent. You want to take a guess? Uh, Back in nineteen
2: ninety-three. Uh, three fifty. Five hundred
1: and thirty-two. Wow. I was in high school at this time. Uh, cost of a gallon of gas. Mm, Come on, ninety-five cents. Close. A dollar sixteen.
2: Oh God, I wish that was still the case. I know.
1: Uh, movie tickets cost four dollars and fourteen cents.
2: Wow.
1: Average cost of a new car: twelve thousand seven hundred and fifty dollars.
2: Good luck with that. That's one. different. Very much.
1: Uh, a loaf of bread. What do you got? Sixty-five cents. A dollar This is weird. Tuition to Harvard University. Yeah, because everyone gets to go there.
2: Twenty-five
1: thousand. Oh, twenty-three thousand five hundred fourteen. Jeez. Uh, they have some UK stuff, but pff, we don't care about that. All right. All right. Now on to something fun. There's something fun. There's something fun. The top 20 movies of 1993. And let me tell you, this list is iconic. Iconic. Starting off at number 20, Bob. We're back. A dinosaur story. Uh, That was all right. Then Dennis the Menace.
2: Oh, God, I remember that.
1: Demolition Man, starring Sly Stallone, Wesley Snipes, and Sandra Bullock.
2: That's too lowly. That's too rated too low. I know. That movie was so good. I know.
1: Uh, Grumpy Old Men at uh, 17. Uh, In one of my favorite movies in the entire world, where you might hear this being said. I'm your huckleberry. Tombstone. So good. Kurt Russell, Val Kilmer, Sam Elliott.
2: He looks like someone just walked over your grave. Yeah. I I watched that uh, last week. It's on TNT all the time. (laughs) Is it? It is. Right. It's so good.
1: Uh, the Piano with Holly Hunter, Harvey mm-hmm. Keitel. Never that? saw it. I saw that. It was boring as shit. In the Line of Fire at number 14 with Clint Eastwood and John Malkovich. Malkovich. 13, the classic Halloween movie, Bob, Hocus Pocus.
2: That that was a good movie. It's, these are some good movies. Released man. during the summertime because it was going to go up ahead against <laughs> uh, Nightmare Before Christmas and they were afraid it was going to get swamped. Mm-hmm. After that we have Cliffhanger, another sliced alone movie. Never saw it.
1: I heard it was good. Shut up. Never saw it. You, are you serious? Never saw us Cliffhanger. Oh my god. Followed by at number eleven, The Nightmare Before Christmas. There you go. All right, number ten, here we go. The Sandlot. That was a good movie. Tom Geary, Mike Vitar, Art LaFleur.
2: At nine, falling down. That was. That's one of my favorite. movies. I love movies. that movie. That just makes me want to go to work. It just right <laughs> easy. <laughs> not going to say anything after that.
1: <laughs> um, followed by Dave, uh, some, this, an uncanny presidential lookalike named Dave, is recruited by the Secret Service. Oh yeah, Kevin Klein, Sigourney Weaver. I saw that. Yeah, Philadelphia, the AIDS story. Ah.
2: That that, I thought that movie was good though It was good That was part of his uh, Tom Hanks' back-to-back winning Oscars
1: To 7.7 in, on IMDb This is according to IMDb All these these rankings here And Denzel's in that too
2: Denzel Washington <laughs> Love him That was the start of his career
1: Was it really? Yeah, that was huh. towards the beginning I'm gonna take a quick sip he,
2: he, <sighs> What did he win an Oscar for? He won an Oscar for something
1: Um, hmm. I'd have to look Was it out.
2: Ray? Did he win it for Ray
1: that wasn't Denzel. That was... Um, oh, that was Fox. Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx. What well, right. did he... Win? Now I have to look it up. You look it up. I'll keep going. Number six. What's Eating Gilbert Grape? Starring Johnny Depp. Hey. I hate that movie. Leonardo DiCaprio and Juliette Lewis. That
2: movie was terrible. Juliette Lewis. Bust
1: uh, I'm blowing on the mic. Uh, number five. Mrs. Doubtfire. That was a great movie. All of my kids and I love that movie. Uh, coming in at four...
2: He won it for he won a Best Supporting Actor in Glory. Oh yeah,
1: Glory! He was
2: great in that, and then he won it as Best Actor for Training Day. King Kong ain't, ain't got, got nothing on me. me. Did
1: he say shit? He yes, said... ain't
2: got shit on me. Oh, that yeah. movie was fantastic. Oh
1: God! Uh, number four, The Fugitive, starring Harrison Ford and Tommy Lee Jones, babe. These are
2: some banger movies
1: That's what I'm saying This year was amazing for movies These are classics Number three Another classic True Romance Christian Slater Patricia Arquette Dennis Hopper
2: Never saw that either
1: mm-hmm. Alright top two now Alright let's hear them Number two
2: Jurassic Park So Stop good Stop it
1: Come on This is insane This list This is crazy That
2: movie was so good
1: Sam Neill That's my favorite movie Of all time Laura and Jeff Goldman It's amazing And number one. You ready? Yeah. Groundhog Day. Oh, my (laughs) God. How is that number one? Out of all the movies I just said, that's number one. Bill Murray bias. It's going by rating. It's got an 8.1. Of course it does. The movie was fantastic. Jurassic. Wait a second here. Jurassic Park's got an 8.2. Something's not right here.
2: I call shenanigans. I call shenanigans. That's your top 20, 1993. All I can tell you is Groundhog Day, great movie. I love that movie fantastic i saw that in the movie theaters really yeah my mom did, was not happy when the seeds we keeps committing suicide over and <laughs> yeah, over and over and yes and he jumps off a building she's like i think we should leave i'm like no this movie's fantastic mom i'm like 12 it's just cinema <laughs> or eight. Mom. i don't remember
1: 93 uh you were probably you were no i was 16 17, 17 i was 8 yeah, yeah was... yep
2: movie was great okay
1: you want to you do your role The first ever.
2: The first ever. ever ever Raw. raw. Here you go.
1: I forgot about the sirens. Yeah, that will change multiple times up till now. Let's go. The very first raw, January eleventh, nineteen ninety-three, in New York City. We start off with Sean Mooney outside of the ballroom at the Manhattan Center Studios. He's introducing the show, and Bobby the Brain. He then tries to get inside the building, but Mooney says that Bobby has been replaced by comedian Rob Bartlett.
2: Yeah, you're out of here, dude. We don't want you in there.
1: Hmm. So Bobby's upset and says he has to get in, he has to get in there. Bobby says that he can he can buy a ticket. But Mooney says it's sold out. On commentary, we have Vince McMahon, Macho Man, Randy Savage.
0: Oh yeah.
1: And Rob Bartlett. So the first match on WWF Raw ever, Coco Beware versus Yoka. Yoko Zuno. And Coco makes his way into the ring. Bartlett says, you know, I always wondered. What happened to Gary Coleman? This is the first of many things that are said on the show that would not fly in today's. World. Gee, I, the stuff we're getting away with in 1993. So because he's black and sh- relatively short, he makes a Gary Coleman joke. <laughs> the Yokozuma comes out with Mister Fu- Mister Fuji, and Macho Man says, "It's the world's biggest egg roll." <laughs> <laughs> Casual racism. <laughs> Then Yokozuna is given some flowers by two cute Japanese women. Yokozuna then reaches into a bucket that Fuji is uh, holding as Yoko blows the dust into the air. It's salt. Okay. Really?
2: Yeah. A Japanese culture, they oh. throw salt in the ring to purify the ring, to oh. make it pure for our wrestling. All right, cool. So they can slap ham.
1: <laughs> All right, so Bartlett continues. He says, that's one big-butted Oriental.
2: <laughs> they are very casual with the fat jokes.
1: Now, and, and the racism. These are direct quotes. It's, don't get mad at me or the show. This is them. Macho and Bartlett do some more fat shaming, like they point out that Coco Beware didn't come out with his bird Frankie. And Vince says, well, You don't think you don't think that Yoko, Yokozuna had a little snack, do you? Oh, <laughs> God. Macho says, That's what it would be, a little snack for him. <laughs> <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't go with
2: dog-eating jokes.
1: Jesus! Point. The match starts, and Yoko sends Coco flying back into the corner, and Bartlett says, <laughs> "What you talking about, Coco? Oh, God. I'm sorry. What you talking about, Yoko? Hey God. So, uh, Yokozuna tosses him off the ropes, down to the mat. Yoko follows that up with a leg drop, followed by a big splash in the corner, and then the dreaded butt drop.
2: Banzai so, drop.
1: So, the first ever uh, match on Raw was a squash match.
2: Not well... It kind of continues to today. It's a tradition like any <laughs> it's other. It's a
1: tradition. <laughs> uh, we now have a ring girl Bust a in the ring, and she's holding up a sign as she walks around the ring. And it just says, Monday Night Raw. What is the point of that except to exploit? We're going
2: to have <laughs> ring girls, and then later we don't have ring girls, and then the Nitro girls come out to, to smack them around in the face. Oh, my
1: God. The Nitro girls were kind of lame, too.
2: Isn't uh, Shawn Michaels married to a Nitro girl? Yeah. Uh, So we have a pre-taped
1: promo by Bobby the Brain Heenan. Here you go.
3: Hey, Mr. Perfect. I heard you're asking questions of the other wrestlers. Hey, who is this guy Narcissus? What do you know about him? Is he truly beyond perfect? Is it possible for anyone to have those qualities superior to mine? Well, let me answer your questions, Mr. Perfect. Comparing you to Narcissus would be like comparing ice cream to horse manure. Now, I know horse manure has its place in this world. Even perfect horse manure. But perfect, there is only room in this world for one human being that is truly anatomically perfect, that is physically and mentally superior beyond imagination why rick flair and i both agree that michelangelo could not capture on canvas the stupendous qualities stupendous. of narcissus great word he could not sculpt from marble the metamorphic qualities of narcissus why narcissus is so beyond perfect it's like he's from another galaxy so mr perfect When you see me unveil Narcissus at the Royal Rumble, you are going to think, if you can, that Narcissus is from another world.
2: These are definitely still 80s-style promos.
1: Yeah, but that's Bobby the Brain Heenan. He's the best. He's one of the best talkers ever in WWF. And this was lame. This was clearly written for him. And he's reading it.
2: Oh, he's reading it off of cue cards. There's cue cards behind, in front of him, and he's reading it off of. It's got to
1: be. So bad.
2: Otherwise, why would you talk about Narcissus? I
1: have the mic. I wonder uh, how many takes that took. Because saying Narcissus over and over and over, saying it that way, has to be a little difficult.
2: Who comes up with these names? That's a terrible are, name. Are
1: they talking about Lex, it's Lex Luger, right? It is, isn't it? I thought he was the narcissist. Maybe I'm wrong. <laughs> It doesn't, it doesn't matter. It doesn't
2: matter what your name is.
1: Next up, we have the Steiner brothers. Ever hear of them? Holy
2: God. <laughs>
1: <laughs> they came out I went, oh, my God. Yeah. And they're taking on the Executioners. So Scott Steiner is in first, and he hits a nice spinning side slam, followed by an elbow drop. Is it's- he wearing his son's tribute? Stop, don't ruin it. Damn it. I <laughs> was getting to that. He then tags in Rick, who is wearing a tie-dyed singlet just like his son Braun Breaker wears in NXT. (laughs) Talk about long-term storytelling, Bob. Very much so. Very long. Oh, and by the way, Doink the Clown is in the audience doing Doink stuff.
2: He's got a shoulder and a sling.
1: Yeah, he's got it. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
2: That's very important to point out.
1: Yeah, Crush did something to him. Uh, So Rick tries to throw the executioner into into the ropes, but I guess he threw him too hard, and the guy stumbles and falls. That was not meant to happen. The big dog then hits a clothesline, sending this guy for a loop, followed by a reverse running slam into the corner as X1 rolls out of the ring. Now X2 is in the ring, and he goes for a crossbody off the ropes, but Rick catches him and hits a power slam. Scott Steiner then comes in, and he hits a double unhook suplex, then picks up X2 and puts him up on his shoulders as Rick hits a bulldog off the top rope as Scott pins for the win. It was a cool move. It was
2: a really cool move.
1: I like. I, I don't know why more tag teams don't do that. They they
2: were a really good tag they're team. They great.
1: They were wonderful.
2: And uh, they're now in the Hall of Fame. Yes, they are. And they're old. And Big Pop on Pump is your hookup. Holla if you hear me. Just don't ask him to help you with math.
1: <laughs> yes. Now we go back outside to Sean Mooney. I'd definitely rather Sean Mooney than Kevin Patrick. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. Ugh. And Bobby Heenan is dressed up like a woman. <laughs> and he says that he's Rob Bartlett's aunt. And he has to get inside. So his plan his plan gets foiled when his wig, his wig comes off. Revealing that it's Bobby. As if it was hard to tell. <sighs> Come on.
2: This is this is very straight. It's entertaining. It is entertaining. entertaining.
1: Now we have Vince interviewing Razor Ramon in the ring, and I have to warn you, it's not good. If you thought Bobby was bad, listen, listen to this.
3: You're headed to the Royal Rumble. This is the golden opportunity you've been waiting for, meeting the hitman Bret Hart for the WWF Championship. Are you ready? You're less than two weeks away. Look at me, man.
0: I was warned. Ready, chico. And when you say "golden opportunity," oh that's got Razor Ramon written all over it.
3: Yeah. I see, but nonetheless, uh, you certainly will recall that it took the hitman Bret Hart eight and a half long years climbing the ladder of success to gain the momentum he has, and. You're sort of a Johnny-come-lately, if you'd pardon the expression. Hey, look, hit
0: man. Eight and a half years, chico. You climb to the very, very top. You're the main man in the WWF. Now say hello to Razor Ramon. Eight and a half months, and I caught you. Keep I though. am numero uno.
3: All right, the you're the number one contender. Yes, indeed, the number one contender. And if you're the number one contender and such a great competitor, why did you do to Owen Hart what you did? Why jump him? Come on. Hey. Why throw him from the roof?
0: Silencio.
3: Uh, he was the best wrestler around. Razor Obviously, he
0: liked your to have father was a big like influence on you Anna, and on Brett. Brad... Your hit man. Bad. Squashing your little brother like a kakarosh, that was funny And you know what else? There's nothing you can do about it. Not, not chico, that you don't want to do nothing about it, because you can't do nothing about it. Thank you very much for joining us. And Hitman, you know what else you can't do nothing about? Chico, you can't do nothing about Razor Ramon taking your precious gold at the Royal (laughs) Rumble.
3: It'll head your way, ladies and gentlemen, in less than two weeks, Sunday afternoon. He's a bad guy. And now,
1: I'm going to read my notes, the Grazer Ramon. Chico. Next match, we have an Intercontinental. Sorry, I can't do it to the people.
2: God, that was bad.
1: I see championship match. That was horrible. Not to speak ill will of the dead. Because we love we love Scott Hall.
2: Scott Hall was great, but this was just bad. That was bad.
1: All right. Uh, a match between the champ, Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels versus Max Moon. Max? Who the hell are you? Moon. Well, that's Conan.
2: Yes. It's
1: Conan. So go ahead if you want to look it up. What a stupid outfit that was. <laughs> it was, it so, was insane. So bad. Sean hits a drop kick on, on Max off the ropes as Sean works over Moon, and then Sean takes a minute and goes over to the camera, gets down on one knee and says, This face has broken so many homes. Does he mean heart?
2: Meant to say heart? So many hearts? No, I think he means homes. Like the women like fall a, like in love a home with him. Wrecker. Yeah, he's like a homewrecker.
1: Because right. right. his name is the heart kid I'm just an asshole I guess oh and on commentary Rob Bartlett is doing a Mike Tyson voice very poorly by the way if you haven't watched this go watch this just, it's, it doesn't take long. it's not long you just watch the first two the first two matches it's all you need it they're horrible it's horrible but awesome I'll
2: especially since time. the last part of the show is like all promos
1: <laughs> yeah yeah Uh, yeah Mike Tyson Mike Tyson. So he's pretending he's Mike Tyson, and he's called into the show. And Vince kind of interviews him. Okay. So Moon rolls up Sean for a two-count. Max counters a drop kick attempt by catching Sean's legs and slingshotting him over the top rope and out. Then Max does the Rey Mysterio crotch senton off the apron on Sean. Max then hits a European uppercut in the corner, throws Sean into the opposite corner, and hits a running spin kick on Michael's. Max then hits a fireman slam cradle.
2: I don't
1: know what the Okay. Called. For two, that move was awkward and weird. Max goes for a rolling senton, but Sean moves and hits a super kick. He hits sweet chin music. No, it's not called that yet, is it? I don't know. But he doesn't go for the pin. Instead, he hits a back suplex for the win. Huh?
2: Yeah. yeah. That's what he went with.
1: Now we get a commercial for Saturday morning. WWF Mania.
2: I remember that.
3: Ah, it's Saturday morning.
0: You just can't seem to
3: get out of bed. Ah, wake up! Now, there's an exciting new reason to rise and shine. WWF Mania. The whole family will love our stunning superstars, candid interviews, and of course, tons of great wrestling action. WWF Mania, more joking than a cup of coffee, and it's 100% caffeine free. Yeah, brother.
1: I love how it showed the parents sleeping in as the kids come in and the alarm is going off at 10. Yes. (laughs) At 10 o'clock. Yeah, no one's... If you have kids, you're not sleeping until 10.
2: Barely sleep past five.
1: Right. Uh, next, we get promos for the Rumble from uh, Shawn Michaels and Marty Jannetty. Jannetty's taking on Shawn at the Rumble for the IC title. And the big thing is which corner will Sensational Sherry be in? Now, we've talked about her. She's one of my top five.
2: Yes. Sorry.
1: It's true. It's damn true. Uh, now, we are outside again with Shawn Mooney. And now, Bobby is dressed like... An orthodox Jewish person.
2: Yeah, it's this is a little off the wall <laughs> he's here. He's got
1: the he's got the black hat, the white dress shirt, black pants, coat. He's got the fake beard. In the beard, and again, is trying to convince Mooney to let him inside
2: because <laughs> his nephew's in there got <laughs> discount tickets.
1: He's uh he's Rob Bartlett's uncle, Marty. Uncle Marty, he needs to see him because he has his tickets on discount. Oi! <laughs> inside,
2: casual <laughs> yeah. racism.
1: Bobby says his nephew is
2: a good bagel. <laughs> Shit. Can't believe they're saying this crap. He's a good bagel. <laughs> what
1: the fuck? Sorry. <laughs> this is ridiculous.
2: It is ridiculous.
1: Uh, but then Heenan's beard gets all distorted and comes off. <laughs> Bobby then says he'll try to get it in on the roof. <laughs> Talk for a minute.
2: Yeah, Jay is is absolutely dying over there.
1: I don't. Th- Are you okay? I'm not laughing at what I'm laughing that they actually did that. Oh yeah, it's this is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> I'm laughing at the gall they have to do that. But you can get away insane. with it then.
2: That's stuff you can get away with then. Oh,
1: 1993. God bless. All right, so now we get our main event match between Damian Demento versus The Undertaker with Paul Bearer. Nice match starts and Taker hits old school. And the top rope bends so far down that it's almost between the first and second rope. Did you notice that when you were watching, how soft the ropes are? Oh,
2: yeah. They're, they have
1: absolutely nothing to
2: them. Yeah, there's no tension. They could, uh, well, they weren't doing real moves, jumping off the ropes tr- and stuff tr- like that.
1: But even when you go, like, when you run the ropes, they're like three quarters of the way back. Yeah, you, f- you think they're just going to flip out of the ring. Seriously. Yeah, I'm not kidding. Uh, Demento counters Taker, Taker's corner attack with a high boot and then a double axe handle. Off the second rope fall by a running diving shoulder off the ropes, Taker then counters, being thrown into the ropes and hits his own diving attack. Then hits the tombstone for the win. Taker goes for more, but Paul Bearer controls him with the
2: urn.
0: No Undertaker!
2: Now we, uh, I turned on. I was watching this. My wife came in the room. She goes, "Is that can't be the same Undertaker?" I'm like, "Yes, it's the same Undertaker." Mm-hmm.
1: So after that we have Doink for an in-ring interview with Vince. Here's Doink.
0: <laughs> we're back with we're back Which Doink, Doink is this gentleman here on Monday so, yeah. Night Raw and Doink likes to make the children <laughs> cry, <laughs> <so> not laugh. <laughs> yes. And
3: Crush has warned you about that. He warned me about what? Making children cry. Hey, if if they don't have a sense of humor, that's their problem. If I laugh, that's all that matters. So you're not going to heed the warning of Crush, then? Let me tell you, if he came out here right now, he would be crying too, and I would be laughing. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Doink. I'd like for you to There's meet Crush. Pardon me, Crush. There's a big dude. Yeah. Who's he laughing now? Hey, Crush. Bro. Before you put your size 14 he shoe in mm. your size 20 mold, should have played that game. On both shoulders, oh, bro. I you are that- dead? This was just a warning, bro. If I catch
0: you touching anyone else, playing your stupid jokes that only you're laughing at on
3: anyone else, bro, you just might be wearing a cast. Yeah, he's dead. Two thousand seven. And both oh, legs that time. You got that, brother? brother? All right. So
1: <clears throat> after that, Doing squirts, crushes the face with a water gun, and they run around the ring. Now we are up on the roof with Sean Mooney and Bobby Heenan, and there is a security guard keeping Bobby from going into the door. But Mooney says that he just got word that Bobby can now go in now that the show's over. And he does. And that's that's the first ever episode of Raw. <laughs> Kind of like uh what did Taz and Eddie Kingston say on dark:
2: yeah they were I heard they were pretty good.
1: they were great. Let's get into it.
3: That's called mocking. You mock the Dark Order. I am a Dark Order. We do that all-time in our dojo, the Team Taz Dojo. Oh, really? You, yeah, pra- we you practice Dark them. Order yeah, pose. Dark Order make fun of all all the time. Down. Yeah. <laughs> That's part of their curriculum. <laughs> is that yes. before or after blow-up drills? Blow-up drills, squats, uh, deadlifts, and then we do that. That's right. You oh, oh now we're friends? friends? Yeah, no, no, we're not friends. I'm just gonna be professional, you knucklehead. Delayed <laughs> vertical <laughs> suplex. <laughs> That's how people yeah. from Brooklyn talk to people from Yonkers. It's basically. Why y'all home of the brave, baby? We all in here at <laughs> 7 30. What up? Oh, God, stop. Uno able to kick out. Quick hips, but tip your cap, even if you're not wearing one. That's what Eddie was. Uh, we'll rip your mask off and say, hey, good job by Uno on the kick My Yankee out. hat's on the table, well, Taz. Oh, you gotta go there now. Mets suck. Anyway, here we oh, go. Please. Irish whip. Oh, <laughs> what are we, 10? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Jesse said them, he says, mean, says the Yankees had a horseshoe up their ass for 50 years. I say that. Two hours I, ago. that. <laughs> Here we go. That was funny. On end, where's Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. They're two men that just very recently right. joined forces. That's right. And, and to, as we pointed out, coming off a loss. And I'm not taking the blame for that. So. No, but you want to keep bringing it up. We get it, as Your team won. Oh, God almighty. <laughs> This is why I'm here. It's unbelievable. Why did Tony Khan do this to me? He knows why. You know why you pissed him off by interfering in that match. <laughs> Plus, Eddie Kingston will go one-on-one with Danielle Garcia. And Danielle? <laughs> you said Danielle. I was thinking of Danielle Camella. There you uh, go. Daniel Garcia. Thank you. With there you go. Taz, I mean, yes. Uh, low as I am to admit, I have to agree with QT Marshall. This is a family show. It's I definitely would, a family show. You would never show. hear us use expletives on air. E- never, ever. Or even off air. No. No, no, never. Ah, me all day. I don't care. You're not really part of the show. You're just a guest. <laughs> anyway, so Kamarawa. Anyway, around. I'm wrestling on rampage against Danielle Garcia. <laughs> oh, here comes Swerve. Swervski. He's, he's telling Keith he's setting him up for something. Oh, oh nice. flatliner. Flatliner. and I, I didn't know these guys were Polish. What's that? What? It's a, nas- it's a nationality. Anyway. Wait a second. English. What is What it to do with anything? Anyway, oh! I oh! Not the water out of his ass.
1: Polish, it's nationality. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm going to take a sip of this beer.
1: Go ahead. so um, we have, coming up next, we have AEW. Dynamite! And we actually have it on in the studio right now. We're rewatching it because it was good. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Not bad at all. Christian just came out in a, uh, you know, he's got Jungle Boy. He's looking a little disappointed. He's very disappointed. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. That's not not how spoilers work. You're supposed to say it before you spoil it.
2: (laughs) Yeah, whatever. So let's start with match number one. (laughs) Let's go, baby. CM Punk versus The Natural Dusty Rhodes. Oh, sorry. Did you know. uh, Justin Rhodes at one time went by the American Nightmare. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: he had it first. Yes, he did. Who did it better? Cody. Mm. Cody Co- did, it, Cody better. did do it better. Cody's.
2: I I have been watching Raw because of Cody. He's been really good.
1: Uh, I'm gonna watch it. I didn't really watch this week. I listened to podcasts. So I know what happened. But I, I heard uh, Becky might be coming back next week, so. She's my favorite person on Raw, so I will watch next week.
2: Dude, talk about your uh, you arguing with trolls on Facebook about Becky Lynch. Oh,
1: yes. All right, if you're listening to this, I want you to answer honestly to yourself. Becky Lynch is one of the top ten best women wrestlers in WWE of all time. I agree with that. There's nobody better on the mic than her. Nobody. Nobody ever, female, better on the mic than she is. You can't change my mind on that. Now, where you there is some fault, maybe her in-ring work isn't that great. But uh, she's what, a two, three-time champion? Yes. At least a two.
2: And she had two belts at one time.
1: Yeah. Becky, two belts. Yeah, she sucks. Okay. Yeah, whatever. So if you disagree with that, come on the show. We'll debate. That's right. We'll debate you. You know, friendly, fairly, no yelling. But I, I did get into some arguments with some people on Facebook. Sorry, you guys are wrong. She's one of the best. I don't care who's better. Who better? Give me no. Give me examples. Who's better on the mic? Let's start there. Yes. Seriously. Name me one woman of all time who's better on the mic than Becky Lynch. There isn't that person. Doesn't exist. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, I don't understand. Why that's even up for debate?
1: That part's not. You can debate her in ring ability. Her in ring ability is not bad. It's though. average. It's great sometimes. Sometimes it's really bad.
2: But don't forget, half of wrestling is being good on the mic.
1: Yeah, that's half of being a great wrestler, and she's,
2: she crushes that. I mean, Trish Stratus is a great wrestler. Yes, but her mic work wasn't that good. Uh,
1: definitely, you need to have everything to be a great, to be one of the greats. Think of the best wrestlers: Stone Cold. The Rock There you go Kurt Angle yeah, All great on the mic And in the ring That's why they're one of the GOATs
2: Triple H Same Great on the mic Great in the ring yeah, Absolutely Shawn Michaels The Undertaker There you go They, they were able There's to, your Mount F and Rushmore You would be able to do it all Yeah And you need both skills In order to be a, a great professional wrestler So how long has been Becky Lynch been around for right now? Has it been over 10 years?
1: It's close. It's getting there. If, if if it's not there, it's close. Yeah.
2: So she's still in like the primary career.
1: Oh, definitely. She's so, still young. She just had a kid.
2: Yeah. So she could just keep going up here.
1: Speaking of, take her husband. One of the best in rings ever. He's great on the mic.
2: He's great on the mic. So
1: there you go.
2: His <laughs> new gimmick is better than his last one. Oh, hell yeah. He's but, reinvented it's himself not even so many close. times.
1: It's not even close.
2: The Messiah gimmick was okay when he had Buddy Matthews.
0: Uh, when he
2: had like a group following, uh, and then when he went Buddy so Murphy. yeah, whatever. <laughs> whatever matter. your last name. It is It doesn't today. matter what your name is, <laughs> you know. And uh. and now it's he's changed again, and he's great. Yeah. So let's go back to Dustin uh, at Dustin and CM Punk. Let's do it, baby. After some mat wrestling, the men exchange arm drags and hip tosses. Dustin puts Punk in a head scissors, but Punk reverses into a deathlock. CM transfers into a bow, trans uh, yeah transitions into a bow and arrow, and rolls up for a near fall. Punk takes Rhodes down again and puts him in a heel hook, and for some reason, Punk releases the hold, so Rhodes grabs Punk's arm and slams it against the top rope. Did you say hook? Hook. Yeah, we'll get to that. I just cursed him. Rhodes sends Punk into the corner. He charges, but right into a boot by Punk. The big boot. CM goes for the GTS, but rolls, uh, Rhodes rolls him up. Dustin then hits the arm drag and locks in an arm bar.
1: Nice. Whew.
2: Rhodes goes for a cross-body block, but Punk drops down, causing Rhodes to go flying through the ropes into the floor. Now Dustin is grabbing his knee, selling a knee injury. Punk sends Rhodes back into the ring, and then he's focusing on Rhodes' knee as we head into our first commercial break. Nice. Back from picture-in-picture, picture, Rhodes catches Punk with a code red for a two-count. Rhodes, uh, Rhodes hits an uppercut, followed by a power slam for another near fall. Dustin goes for a crossroads, but Punk escapes out and chop blocks Dustin's knee. Punk puts Rhodes in a figure-four leg lock, but Rhodes rolls over, forcing the pressure onto Punk's legs, forcing him to grab the bottom rope. Punk goes for a springboard cl- crossroads, uh, Clothesline, woo! Only ro- only for Rhodes to hit him in the midair, and then a crossroads. Dustin follows the crossroads up with a spike power driver for a near fall. Dustin goes for an atomic elbow. But Punk hits him with a roundhouse kick. <clears throat> he goes for the GTS, but he can't hold on to Rhodes, who fights it off. Punk de- instead does the good old Bret Hart sits down and rolls on top of him for the victory.
0: I'm your huckleberry.
2: If you watch that match, there are several allusions to uh, the Hitman in that match. Yeah. And it's
1: obvious. It's all it is, though.
2: Including wearing Punk. Uh, Punk's wearing uh, pink and black gear. But he's not coming. Oh, no. I'm sure you have that in the news. Yes. Yes. That was a good match. I liked it. It was good. Now, as Punk is going up the ramp and he's doing the I want the belt, out walks Hangman Page, who gets right in his face and punk just looks at him and walks away. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So there's your next feud. Yep. I mean, uh Punk's been doing the uh the belt motion around the, his waist. The discount double check? Yes.
2: That's what I call it.
1: <laughs> What'd you say?
2: Discount double check. Discount double check. You'd never see those uh those commercials with uh Aaron Rodgers I and mean, he always used to put on the belt oh. when he was what he was doing football. Yes. Okay. So he go to the office he would do it. Oh, that's the discount double check. <laughs> uh. so we now go backstage if Wardlow is shown arriving early we don't say his name Bob yeah well we do here uh, early today but security stops him Mark Starley walks up and says security will escort him to his closet and to the ring and then directly out of the building and he has to wear these handcuffs wherever he goes he says your closet I
1: mean your locker room yes Mark Sterling's awesome.
2: Mark Sterling's really good. I He's, really like It him. was a good hire. It was a good hire. So let's go to match number two. The Blackpool Combat Club. Nice. Versus Dante Martin, Lee Moriarty, and Brock Anderson.
3: Brock!
2: Yeah, I kept doing that the entire time. Brock! Anderson? <laughs> Complete opposite? <laughs> 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 kind of looks like his dad, but... I, eh. I have to be very careful with what I'm saying here. The BCC, because I want to say BBC, <laughs> jumps the young guys right off the bat. nut. Yeah, they jump the bat. <laughs> Martin weathers the storm quickly and catches Yuta with an enziguri. Danielson tags in, and the clubs start beating, start beating down Martin in their corner. Danielson charges at Dante... But Dante sidesteps him and escapes through the ropes. Martin leaps over Danielson and then hits a dropkick. Moxley tags in and takes a dropkick right away from Martin. Anderson tags in and then runs Moxley over with a clothesline. Brock Anderson beats Moxley down in the corner and charges. Moxley escapes and hits a half-Nelson suplex on Anderson. John hangs Brock up over the ropes, and this allows Danielson to dive off the top with his knee drop as we roll into Picture in Picture.
1: I hate Picture in
2: Picture. So do I. I understand why they're doing it, but I still hate it. I'd rather just have a commercial. Yeah, please. Why don't you just slow it down, do something stupid, and give me another commercial for, like, I don't know, the Limu Emu for Liberty Mutual. Liberty Beberty? Yeah. <laughs> or the Papa, give me a Papa's commercial, you know? How, how, how connected are you with Liberty. I love Popeye's. The only problem is their biscuits are so dry, you could choke someone to death on one of their biscuits. You need the gravy. Oh, God, you need a ton of gravy. Biscuits and gravy, Robert. All right, so back from Pip, Moxley is working on Brock's hand while flipping Moriarty the bird. Damn. Everybody loves that.
1: The bird, bird, bird. Moxley
2: hits the the ropes and runs right into a spine buster by Brock. A nice AA-style spine buster. Arn Anderson. Danielson and Moriarty tag in at the same time. Moriarty is throwing kicks all over the place, followed by a springboard forearm. Lee hits a series of knees on Danielson. Then they start slapping the crap out of each other, because, you know, every episode of AEW needs a slap fight. Slap fest or a chop fest. Moriarty hits Danielson with a running uppercut and then a hamming locks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what I just said. A hammerlock suplex for a two count. A running uppercut. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I had to be careful, the BBC. <laughs> Moriarty locks Danielson in a border city stretch, but Danielson fights out, landing a cradle suplex on Lee. Dante tags Moriarty and hits a springboard shotgun dropkick. Moxley tags in, but Dante knocks him to the floor before hitting a springboard pla- placetta? Sure. But Whatever. Yeah, whatever. Back in the ring, Martin goes for a nosedive, but Moxley catches him in midair and locks on a bulldog choke. Nice. Moy already tries to break it up, but Danielson lays him out. Yuta attacks Brock Anderson, and they all start throwing stomps and punches this all over was the place. Awesome. I love that. Moxley then hits a paradigm shift on Martin for the win.
1: <clears throat> Let's talk about Willie Yuta for a second here.
2: I like Willie Yuta.
1: He's got new gear, new yes. ring gear. Yes, he does. He's got uh, wrestling boots now. No more sneakers.
2: No more sneakers.
1: He's all grown up.
2: He is a serious competitor now. Yes. I, I love,
1: love it. I love it.
2: So another win for the BBC.
1: <laughs> I heard that uh, Daniel Garcia was supposed to be in the. Uh, he was supposed to be Willa Yuda.
2: Instead, he went with the uh, the ASS. Yeah,
1: the 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 SHIT, the shit, the
2: shit society. Yes, so, I, 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 that's
1: that's stupid. The the JS, it's dumb.
2: It's it, and the fact that they're running Judas is dumb.
1: Yeah, they're,
2: they're so it's so
1: over with the crowd. I think that's going to be a, a long term story thing. They're, they're going to use Judas as something. Into the story.
2: you, you can't, I can't take him as a hero seriously while the crowd cheers for him like yeah,
1: that. Yeah, it's it's not good. You
2: want to be the bad guy. When they
1: just got together, what's his name? Uh The 2.0 guy was like, you know, yelling at the crowd for singing along. You don't deserve to, to
2: have this played for you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, let's go. So let's take it away. Let's do it, baby.
2: So now we're going to go backstage. Uh Do we, we have this? The Young Bucks of Red Dragon with Adam Cole?
1: Oh, promos?
2: Yeah, we actually have a promo. Uh,
1: I have... Let's see here. Now the first one I have is Eddie.
2: That one is not till later. So, we'll just talk about this. The Bucks and Red Dragon are arguing as Adam Cole watches.
1: I must have fast-forwarded past it. O'Reilly
2: says they are the undisputed elite, and they need to start showing it, and, and they can't be stopped if they work as a team. Cole says that all of the Bucks' friends are gone except them. He suggests they do a 10-man open challenge next week. Ugh. To promote unity. (laughs) Unity. (laughs) Okay. Synergy. Let's promote corporate synergy.
1: Is he... uh, What's his name from uh, NXT 2.0? Yeah, pretty much. I forget his name. Malcolm?
2: Malcolm? Malcolm? No, the guy
1: that's with Harlan. Uh, I don't... I haven't watched Joe Gacy.
2: Joe Gacy. Yeah. Uh, I kind of stopped watching NXT. I don't watch it, but... Since we don't cover it anymore, there's really no point of me dragging it out. There I still, anymore. I still
1: take the ratings for it.
2: All right. So also, there's a video package highlighting Singh and Lethal's attack on Joe last, Joe and Gresham last week. Joe says Lethal thinks uh, because he has a giant now, he can't be touched, but he's coming for Lethal. And Sing says Joe's time is coming as well. Okay. Okay. Surely. Now Tony Schiavone welcomes. The hmm. uh, New Japan re- Pro Wrestling uh, the president, president, yes, uh, along with Tony Khan. But before they can announce what's going on, they're interrupted by Adam Cole Baby. and says that the biggest New Japan Pro Wrestling star ever should make this, a st- uh, this Ten- announcement. Kenny Omega? It's Jay White. <laughs> He's and good. He comes out and says the f- uh, Forbidden oh. Door will be all about the Undisputed Elite, then the Bullet Club. Because it is still their era. Ooh, I love it. And they announce on June 26th, New Japan Pro Wrestling and All Elite Wrestling will come together for the Forbidden Door in Chicago's United Center. I'm down for that. And what is June 26th? What day is that? Um... No, Saturday, I believe. It's a Saturday night, it's all right, all right. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. We might we're gonna have to cover that.
1: Yeah. Um <clears throat> we don't I don't I can't speak for you, but I don't really watch New Japan. So I don't I'm not too familiar with these guys, but I, I know their names. As long as you know who Kata is, you're okay. Yeah, I know Kata in was it Omega? Okada had those awesome had some great matches. matches. Right. You know I know Ishii, I know like the big guys.
2: Yeah, you know Jay White, yes. you know um uh Will Ospreay. I love Will Ospreay. So as long as you know the big guys, you'll yeah. you'll you'll be fine.
1: How cool would it be to see Will Osprey against uh, Darby Allen? That'd be freaking amazing. That'd be fucking
2: good. It'd be real That'd be good. Really good. And they have not announced the card yet, so I'm really excited to see where they it's haven't going
1: announced it because they're still doing it. They don't know what to do. What do you do?
2: I mean, this is a great partnership. I
1: can't wait. You this know? is awesome for wrestling.
2: This is great for wrestling. New Japan wants to get back in the USA market. Good. All Elite Wrestling wants to get in bed with New Japan so they can get over Japan and get in their market. They want to get back to crowds being allowed to cheer. It
1: works out great. Because their crowds were clap only.
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine that. You can't cheer. Well, they take wrestling very seriously over there. Uh, it is It is a different culture, my friend. That wasn't a COVID thing? No. They They do a lot of clap. They don't do hardcore cheering like we do. Okay. It's a very different culture. It's, I mean, it is
1: weird over there because even before COVID, the entire audience is in masks. Yeah, strange.
2: Well, that's that's also a very Asian thing over there. Yeah, because
1: their air sucks.
2: You know, um, what what else do you want from a uh, a whole place where you can get used panties inside a uh, a food dispenser?
1: That's I've I've heard that before. It's real. That's insane. It's, it's
2: a real thing. And I you can't... know what else you could get out of those food dispensers? You put your money in. And it cooks you a pizza and spits you out a pizza. Okay. How would you like to have... You know how we have hot coffee dispensers here? Yeah. How do you like the, the cans of hot coffee to come out?
1: You might be a, a, a little young for this, but do you remember in the 80s, you, they had like food vendors... And you put money in, like an automat. You could pick like a sandwich. Yeah, or they still
2: have them some places. And you open yeah. up the
1: door, almost like a microwave door. They were very popular. But they're very small doors.
2: The very first automat was in Philadelphia. Oh, it's those were uh, those were a very 50s style thing that just continued on.
1: Yes, 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 absolutely.
2: But uh, yeah, I mean, um, you can get some wild, crazy stuff. Um, down at the Osha County Mall, they have Japanese style uh, figure. Capsule things—you put the tokens in and it shoots you out a capsule, and it has like a little action figure in them. That's a Japanese, very Japanese style thing.
1: What's uh, what's the eco restaurant? Is that is that Japanese? Yes. Okay. I had Japanese soda when I went to the when I went. There.
2: Oh, the the fizzy bubble soda.
1: Yeah, and you got to like, put the. Uh...
2: You got to drop the ball in there. Yeah, it's weird,
1: isn't it? So weird. It's hard. Like, you don't get anything out. You got to work for it.
2: You I gotta... like. There's a uh, there's a real Japanese style ramen place up in. Um, by the Mammoth Mall, that's really good. Huh. And it's not like instant ramen. We're talking like ramen bowls where they have slices of pulled pork slices of pork in there and everything. Mm. Like real stuff. Really good. I like ramen.
1: I just wish there wasn't so much goddamn sodium in it.
2: Well, if you go get the real stuff, it's not so bad. But yeah, the the ramen that I used to eat all the time in college.
1: Did you I, ever eat it raw? No. Alright. I I gotta say this real quick. Oh god. I had a friend. Back in the day, call it the uh, late '80s, and his mom was either Chinese or—I think she was Chinese—and he would get the ramen, the Oriental flavor, which is the best flavor. Oh for, yeah, it is amazing, and I love how they still call it the Oriental flavor. <laughs> what? Um, what is this? 1993, and <laughs> we uh, we would he would crunch the noodles and before you open the bag, get them all crushed up. Open the bag Sprinkle the seasoning on Shake it up And eat it Really? Yeah So I was like Huh I'll try that I did I faked that I liked it It was weird Sometimes I did like it It's very strange And I made my kids do it Because I told them about that And they hated it
2: Uh, Kids these days Just don't understand Just
1: eat raw noodles You sissy
2: (laughs) God (laughs) Oh boy So let's go to match number three Let's go Wardlow versus The Butcher. And we can see MGF is watching this match from a suite with Sean Spears.
1: And throwing popcorn on throwing people. Throwing popcorn up. on people. <laughs> That's so good.
2: The best popcorn? Movie theater popcorn.
1: 100%. I Af- agree.
2: After that, circus popcorn.
1: I can't comment on that.
2: And then stadium popcorn.
1: My favorite kind of popcorn is burnt microwave popcorn.
2: Ew, burnt popcorn?
1: Burnt popcorn. Ugh. Not to the point where the whole bag is like on fire. You're like
2: the second person I know that eats burnt popcorn. I love it. Oh, if if popcorn burns in my microwave, it goes in the trash. It
1: goes in my mouth, baby.
2: What do you like? Uh, I like uh, Orville Rettenbacher.
1: It's uh, that shit. The microwave popcorn, it's all the same.
2: I love popcorn. It's good. You ever do Jiffy Pop on the stove? Absolutely. Jiffy Pop's amazing. Do you remember when Orville Rettenbacher
1: had the, uh, like, you could get sour cream? Or like a certain cheese. Oh, they had
2: wacky flavors. Yes, it,
1: you would put the flavoring in it, or they. Would, y- yes. Oh, the sour cream was so good.
2: When I was down in Disney World for our for our honeymoon, they had wacky flavored like different popcorns. It was so good. I
1: just got the best idea for a soundbite. What? Get biz saying not a big deal.
2: Not a big deal. Yeah. All right. Let's go. So, Wardlow comes to the ring, and he's still handcuffed. And right before he enters the ring, he's freed by the security guard. He's smiling the whole time. Oh, yeah. Wardlow and the butcher just lay into each other with no neither man budging. The men exchange strikes until the butcher starts biting Wardlow. Wardlow runs over the butcher and causing him to roll the floor. Well, this pisses the butcher off, and he starts pulling out chairs and throwing them towards the ring, only for the referee to get rid of him. The Butcher then pulls Wardlow to the outside and throws him into the barricade. The Butcher clotheslines Wardlow and continues slamming him into the barricade. The Butcher then tosses Wardlow into the ring post. He tries to do it a second time, but Wardlow reverses, throwing the Butcher into the pole instead. Wardlow goes for a powerbomb, but the Butcher slams him into the apron and then suplexes him right onto the apron, which is what, Jay? The hardest part of the ring. There we go. Back in the ring, the butcher clotheslines Wardlow and hits a power bomb for a one count. Well this gets Wardlow fired up as he kicks the butcher in the gut and hits a power bomb symphony for the win. Nice. And then he leaves, handcuffed, and smiling. And smiling.
1: <laughs> hey Bob, I could have a joke for you.
2: Oh God.
1: Did you know that the population of Ireland is growing at a faster rate than any other country in the world? It's capital has been Dublin. Yeah, I heard this one before. Every year.
2: (laughs) Hey, yo, try the deal. Oh, boy. Now we go to Jay's first promo. That's Eddie Kingston. And he's uh, talking about Daniel Garcia and the ass. The ass.
3: On Rampage, me and you, Garcia, and your JAS, all your friends, and your King Jericho, not allowed in the building. Santana Ortiz. Not allowed in the building. So it's just me and you, partner. Jericho, watch what I do to Garcia. Because everything I do to Garcia, I'm going to do to you. Everything I do to Garcia is meant for you. I'm going to have fun with you, boy. I'm going to whip you real good. And when it's all said and done, all your friends and family in Buffalo ain't going to recognize you. You reap what you sow. But people like me, I don't sow, my man. I just reap. You just made the list.
2: Come here, boy. I'm looking for you, boy. Yeah, you want to squeal like a pig. Squeal like a pig, boy. Bust a nut.
1: What's oh. next there, Robert? Oh my. The Hammer Kelly. Jesus.
2: <laughs> the next one is match number four, an Owen Hart Cup qualifying match between... Jay's favorite wrestler, Jungle Boy. Yeah, and Kyle O'Reilly. Oh God! We start off as always with chain wrestling, with neither men getting an advantage. Mm-hmm. O'Reilly explodes with a series of strikes, but he misses a roundhouse kick, allowing Jungle Boy to hit a drop kick. O'Reilly takes down JB, putting him in a kimura lock. Jungle Boy manages to roll up Kyle for two, but before JB can get things going, he is struck by a flying knee and a wild rolling butterfly suplex by O'Reilly. As we head into a break. <coughs> Jungle- and we get back from break, and Jungle Boy dumps O'Reilly to the floor. He hits a suicide die followed by a lariat. Back in the ring, Jungle Boy gets caught with a dragon screw. They love screwing them dragons. Yes. Jungle Boy answers back with a slingshot, tornado DDT, and a guillotine. But O'Reilly lifts up his feet and counters with a T-bone suplex.
1: I you a T-bone steak. <laughs> oh, I, I had a T-bone Don't steak. Don't hit me. Here's a T-bone steak.
2: <laughs> you know what the difference between a porterhouse and a T-bone steak is? What? The T-bone steak, they cut the tail off, which is the bottom part of the porterhouse, and it has a smaller filet. A porterhouse <laughs> has a bigger filet and has the tail on it. So if you really want to buy a good steak, skip the T-bone, go for the porterhouse.
1: Oh, another random uh, fact. If you're ever at a party and somebody asks you, Is a machete a knife or a sword? If so, why? You tell them it's all about the tang. How much tang is in the handle. Then walk away.
2: Yes. Look it up. Yes, I know what tang is in the handle. Yeah. I like, uh, speaking of tang, tang tastes good. Tang is awesome. Astronauts drink it. Yes. And what do you need? Astronauts also piss in their pants,
1: so. That's true, too. And they eat uh, freeze-dried ice cream. Did, you, hey.
2: did they really eat that freeze-dried ice cream? I don't
0: know. Or is <laughs>
2: it just something they sell at like Liberty Science Center? It's like, hey, kids, eat like an astronaut. Here's a really crappy-tasting Styrofoam ice cream it bar.
1: so weird. So weird.
2: Hey, kids, you want to eat Styrofoam? That's <laughs> what it was like.
1: You had to let it melt in your mouth. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> not in your hand, M&M? Not,
1: not in your hand. That's very good.
2: Oh, God. <laughs> So, O'Reilly knees Jungle Boy in the back, but Jungle Boy comes off the ropes with a rebound lariat. Jungle Boy hits a belly-to-belly suplex to O'Reilly, sending him into the turnbuckle. (laughs) JB goes up to the top, but O'Reilly climbs up with him and locks on a hanging Kimura. Jungle Boy escapes and hangs O'Reilly up on the ropes before putting the boots to O'Reilly. JB hits a hesitation dropkick. He then pulls O'Reilly to the center of the ring and goes for a sliding lariat, but Kyle moves and hits a series of strikes. <clears throat> strikes. Jungle Boy rolls up O'Reilly for two, but O'Reilly counters into an ankle lock. Jungle Boy counters the ankle lock into the snare trap. But O'Reilly does manage to get to the rope for a break. Jungle Boy goes to the top, but O'Reilly kicks his feet out from under him. Kyle then hits a superplex, followed by a brain buster, and then a bombs away flying knee drop for the win. Yeah! And now we go to our second promo night. It is MJF.
3: Clearly, the butcher couldn't get the job... <laughs> oh, no, 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 easy, easy, big guy, Easy. Big <laughs> yeah, butcher didn't get the job done, but there's a lot more money where that came from. You stupid old man, stupid. I'm a snake. When I said those words, men, women, and children around the world grew sick to their stomach, how could a man so proudly say he's a snake? Well... Much like a snake, when I do so decide that you are my prey, it doesn't matter how big and how bad you are, Wardlow, because all it takes is one bite. Ain't that right, Mr. Roberts? (laughs) Don't look surprised. You're not stupid. This is what the world's about. See, some people might need diamond rings and championship belts. Well, that's for the little boys that wanna shine up and chase women. Hmm. I chase this, and when the time is right, I will get it done, and the time is right. It's real right, because I can smell it from a mile away. Mm -hmm. But you gotta know this, Lordo. It's really like when you were a little kid, and you were told, be a good boy, tell grandma a lie, tell her you fell off the swing. Cause you not daddy slap me, yeah? yeah, hell is for children. Remember that, Rob. Right? I don't need no damn money. I just oh, want to fight Wardlow, and if anyone, and if I mean anyone gets in my way, everybody dies! Back
1: to the oh, ring. <laughs> uh, could somebody please get Mr. Robert a towel? He is sweating like a whore in church.
2: Hell is for children. Wasn't that a, a Joan Jetson? Hell is for children? Hell is for children. Sure. Yeah, whatever. Why not? Forget about it. Let's go to match number five. Jay's other favorite wrestler.
1: Tony D'Angelo.
2: Hook. Oh. Versus Anthony Henry. Hook immediately. Wait. Who? Who the hell are you? Isn't it um, uh, Mark Henry's son? I think it
1: is. I don't know. Is it?
2: Doesn't matter because Hook immediately takes Henry down and puts him in a half crab. But Henry gets to the ropes. Hook hits a series of body shots and then lands a hip toss followed by the Hook plex. <laughs> Hook uses a sliding lariat and then hits a series of and then hits a series of cross faces. when Danhausen pops up and tries to curse Hook. Hook just ignores him and submits Henry with the red rum. After the match, Danhausen gets to the ring and he is pissed at Hook. Yes. He says, if he won't be cursed by him. He will fight Danhausen.
0: You must give Danhausen
2: a match. He pokes, pokes hook in the chest several times, and hook shoves him away and leaves.
1: Does the old ugh, shoulder classic?
2: You will fight Danhausen. He will give Danhausen. So this match. is going to be Danhausen's like first match after coming off of that injury. I his can't wait until hook.
1: like he like he's done like doing his uh his his sketch shit, and then like shows. Oh, by the way. I can fucking go.
2: Well, he's still recovering from that broken leg from Halloween, because he can go. Oh, he could go big time. Yeah, he's a great wrestler. He's great. You, you you looked him up online and watched some of his stuff. His stuff is good. It's really good. All right. Yep. So what you got? So we go backstage. as Scorpio Sky walks up to Frankie Kazarian backstage. You have this promo? Nah, I didn't take it, but we could talk about it. Yeah, but, let's. Because they talk about their history together. He says he needs another favor from Frankie. And that's wait. He, he and, needs him to hold off on the TNT. And that's waiting for title. him for him to get his rematch to TNT, TNT title before he challenges for it. Because yeah. says he's always had his back, and he always will. So he'll do that.
1: And they slap hands.
2: Slap hands. Slap hands, my brother. I don't know what you have of Sammy Kavara and Ty Conte.
1: I have when. Uh Dan Lambert and the boys come out
2: I don't even want you to play it I'm just going to read what I wrote Well, Ethan Page was good no, Ethan Page was good But this whole segment was terrible It sucked I, let's, just, let's just talk about it then Okay
1: I'm sick of Sammy and Ty Conte They're the new Cody and Randy Rhodes They absolutely suck I can't stand Ty Conte And Sammy's wearing on me like
2: Well I think that's the point I know Good job guys Good so, job. So let me well, let me talk a little bit, and then we'll we'll talk. Ahead, we'll have you play what you're going to play. Sammy and Ty come out to the ring, and Guevara says he will give everything to the fans that support him, and then he mocks everyone that boos him, which is a lot. He says they they don't like him because his girlfriend is hotter than their girlfriends. I don't think she's that hot. Sorry. Kind of nice ass. She does absolutely. She has that classic. What's what's Al Pacino have to say? She got a
1: great ass. There you
2: go. Man. Thanks, Al and then dan lambert and the men of the year come out and i think that's where you got it from that is oh
1: um do you want to talk about the thunder rosa promo
2: yeah we can talk about it after right this. right after this here's uh
1: men of the year
3: it's gonna be like
1: that
0: huh sammy that's how things are gonna go
3: i guess it's just screw us Screw the fans, screw all the people that supported you and got you where you are right now by watching your stupid blogs. Well, guess what? The feeling in this room right now, it's not screw us, it's screw you, Sammy. Oh, screw me? Oh, shut screw the hell me. up, Sammy! THERE'S NOT A SINGLE ASS IN A SEAT TONIGHT THAT CAME HERE TO HEAR SAMMY Guevara TALKING TO A MICROPHONE! Guevara, AND THE ONLY REASON THE MEN OF THE YEAR AREN'T IN THE RING RIGHT NOW RIPPING YOUR HEAD OFF THEIR BODY AND PUTTING 12 STITCHES IN YOUR UGLY ASS FACE! is BECAUSE DAN LAMBERT DAN LAMBERT DECIDED TONIGHT IS ABOUT BUSINESS, SO SHUT YOUR MOUTH Open your ears, and listen to Dynamite Dan!
1: Dynamite Dan.
3: (laughs) My grandfather said youth is wasted on the young. Because you've got these big dreams and the energy to go anywhere you like, you just lack the experience to make wise choices along the way. And you are the perfect example of that, Sammy, because you risked everything in that ring to earn the respect of these people, and now you're there all up in your feelings because you chose to throw that away acting like some high school douchebag who can't keep his tongue out of his girlfriend's mouth. (laughs) Well, you get to make one more choice tonight, young man! You either give Sky his rematch, or I send these two men to the ring right now and give you the type of pounding your girlfriend dreams about.
0: (laughs) BOOM!
3: Hey, Dan! Dan, I don't give a shit about you or your dead grandpa. All I give a shit about is a match, so we want the same thing. Sky, I'll give you a rematch next week if you give us the mixed tag match. What do
0: you say? Get
3: to beat his ass twice. Yeah. Done. Beat his ass twice. i Next week, ladder match, bitch. You and me.
1: Yeah, way to throw in there that it's a ladder match. Could have led with that there, dickhead.
2: Yeah, seriously. So they're going to have a uh, mixed tag team ladder match?
1: Uh, did you see Jeff Hardy hurt his arm? Yes. We'll, dilly, talk,
2: dilly, we'll talk about that at the end of the uh, at the, end of the night. So let's talk about the Thunder Rosa promo. Okay. So, let's hear Last
1: Saturday, a battle of the
4: belts while Thunder Rosa beheaded the beast,
2: Nyla Rose.
4: You thought I was going to be a stepping stone for you to retrieve the AEW Women's Championship? Damn, girl, you were absolutely wrong. I am nobody stepping stone shown over and over again that I am one of the best in the world. And to continue to show that, I have to face the most experienced. Got the legs hooked and scars to win! And the best competitors that they are. One defense down. And now it's time to go double
3: or nothing.
1: Ooh. Yeah.
2: Double or nothing. Yeah. And that escalated quickly. Mm-hmm. That it did. So, right, what's next? Match number six. Another Owen Hart qualif- Cup qualifying match. Daniel uh, Danielle Carmilla versus Doctor Britt Baker. Danielle Garcia. Yeah, uh, and she's accompanied with Steelers, Najee Harris, and Pat F- Firmoth. Who the hell are you? Don't ask me. I don't watch. I don't watch the goddamn uh, Pittsburgh Steelers.
1: I used to watch. They, they were my team because uh, we're from mid-PA. Mid
2: really? Yes. So uh, let's go into this match. It's a very important match. Britt Baker wins with a lockjaw.
1: And then cuts...
2: A promo. <laughs> Pittsburgh.
4: Finally, you have a woman in the ring with a mic who knows how to use it. The last Ooh. few weeks... Have been very clear, and that is this AW Women's Division is a disaster without me. Let's see what you're left with with no DMD. There's Ruby Soho, the Runaway, who literally needs to run away instead of coming out here every week looking like the red-headed little rascal. How are you doing? We have Tony Storm, How are you yeah. doing? who
0: unfortunately.
4: Has my girl Jamie Hayter in the first round of the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament. And guess what, Tony? If you thought cake in the face was bad, just wait until Jamie mops your face with this ring. Because let me tell you, you're going to want to leave this company too. Sure is trouble
2: uh, breathing right now.
1: I thought Thunder Rosa got the cake in the face. Or no, it was Nyla Rose.
2: Nyla Rose got the cake in the face. What is she talking about? I don't know. She's very breathy through this whole... uh, I mean, she did just wrestle, so... I know, but still.
4: And last but not least, I'm not sure if you know this, but Jade Cargill called Pittsburgh ugly. The only people here tonight wanting to see Jade Cargill in this ring are the ones she gave free tickets to. The baddies, right? The latest addition to the baddies, Red Velvet. You guys remember her, right? I don't know what's worse, Red. Me whooping your ass all over this very ring last year or being a baddie. But it doesn't matter.
1: She sounds super nervous right now.
2: She does. Is it because she's like in front of her hometown? I guess. What else could it be?
4: Baddies, you can sit the hell down because I'm the baddest bitch on the block. Yeah, And your future Owen Hart Foundation Tournament winner. Yours truly, Dr. Britt Baker. D.M.D.
3: Playing for us with a damn thing.
1: There you go. Yeah, that was not good. Terrible. I tried to make it better with some sound effects, but... Uh, yeah.
2: So let's go to our final match of the night. Let's do it, baby. Andrade a-A-L-E-E-L-O versus Darby Allen in a coffin match. Cause this was this was fun. Before this match starts, the blade tries to scra- distract Darby Allen, but Allen is not distracted and avoids Andrade, the who then attacks him with a skateboard. A private Party hits the ring and they attack <coughs> Darby. The heels beat Allen down, but he fights them off along with his trusty skateboard trusty steed. Darby dives off the casket, but Andrade catches him and throws him into the barricade. Nice. Now there's a fan in the crowd.
1: Oh, yes, a fan.
2: And he's taunting
1: Mark Quinn. He's got a... St- oops, and sorry, he's wearing a Sting mask. He's got a sign that says, I'm here for Darby Allen."
2: And then he takes off the mask, revealing that it's
0: Sting.
1: Oh, it's that old trick. And they've only done this a million <laughs> times. Uh, it's, it's still awesome, though.
2: Sting beats Quinn and the Blade down with a trash can. Now, everyone starts fighting all around the arena and up in the stands. Mark hits Sting with a chair, but he no-sells it. Sting then tosses Quinn off a balcony and onto Andrade and the blade. And then himself...
1: Then Sting says, hold my beer.
2: He dives off the balcony onto everybody. That's entertainment. We should not allow him near balconies. He's 62 years old. This is the second time he's done it. I love it. He's going to break a hit. I
1: popped for that really hard.
2: <laughs> it was really good. <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, no. So coming, going into and coming back from a break, Darby throws a chair at a charging Andrade and then hits a code red. Andrade rolls to the floor, and Darby Allen goes for a coffin drop. But Andrade catches Allen, and German suplexes him right on the floor.
1: Just a flesh wound. Oh, that looked like it hurt, dude.
2: We now discover that the inside of the coffin lid is covered in tags.
1: Did you uh, mention about uh, Andrade when he went to open the...
2: That's coming up. Okay. And- Andrade throws Alan into the coffin. Andrade tries to close the lid, but Alan stops him. Andrade then suplexes Alan onto the ramp and then onto the steel grate to the side of the Jesus ramp. Jesus Christ. Andrade drags Darby towards the coffin. He slams Alan into the ring steps. Now, Andrade gets really mad because one of the tacks pokes him when he tries to open the lid, mm-hmm. and he goes ballistic and almost breaks the lid. But
1: before that, it was even before Sting appeared. He uh, he did that and he he sold it, and I was like, "Oh, Sting's in there! All right, cool." No, and, and then Sting's in the crowd. Sting's in the crowd.
2: So Andrade Butch. lifts Alan on his shoulders and carries him out of the apron. Well, Darby counters into a stunner. And then hits a dive on Andrade, sending them both crashing into the coffin. Jose runs out and tries to stop Alan from closing the lid. (laughs) So Alan backdrops Jose and then closes the lid on Andrade for the win.
1: Well, Jose takes his shirt off.
2: Yes, he does take his shirt off.
1: And Darby drops him on the tax first. Oh, God. And then the end. Jesus Christ.
2: After the match is over, the Hardys come out and they're doing because uh, for some reason, for whatever reason, and they're doing the delete chant all the way up until Jeff holds <laughs> his arms <laughs> and starts swing moving it around because he hurt himself. He's like, Ow! Doing this chant, <laughs> he hurts
1: himself moving his arm left to right, but uh, yeah, jumping off ladders and going through tables, and nope. that's how Dynamite ends. No problem, great, yay! So uh, we're gonna do some chic tweets.
2: Yes. All right.
3: Wanna know? Are you the man, or are you a fucking piece of shit, no good motherfucker?
1: Hello, Eric Clapton. After midnight, go fuck yourself.
2: If all the leaves are brown and the sky is gray, why the fuck would I want to be out on a winter's day?
1: (laughs) Run, 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 run. Like an antelope, you dumb son of a bitch.
2: Take your brand to the next level by shutting the fuck up and go (laughs) fuck yourself.
1: I look so good, even the Ray Charles could see me.
2: So my last one, he's replying to a tweet that says, Annoy an entire fan base in three words or less. Fuck Hulk Hogan.
1: (laughs) Uh, My last one, Baba Black Sheep, go fuck yourself. There you go. There you go. There you go. Here I go. On a rampage. I'm going to go on a Rampage. Nice. That was a game, too. It
2: was a great game.
1: Great game. Played it often in arcades.
2: Ever hear of them? It got remade a few times. It was enjoyable every time. Didn't they make a movie? It was a very terrible movie starring Dwayne The Rock Johnson.
1: Yes. There you go. Wrestling related.
2: All right. Rampage. <clears throat> Cle- let me clear my throat. Kick it over here, baby pops. Let me whip this out.
1: And it all. Okay. <laughs> Uh, Rampage starts immediately with Adam Cole versus Tomohiro Ishii. Nice. With Rocky Romero and Orange Cassidy because they are now in chaos. Whoa. And I believe Ishii is an OG of chaos. Yes. So this was a good match overall. Both guys did a hell of a job selling each other's moves. Cole got in a bunch of super kicks. Ishii got in a bunch of headbutts. Uh, Ishii hits a superplex. But towards the end, Jay White comes out, Bob, and he throws Rocky over the stairs. This distracts Ishii and gives Cole the opportunity to hit a low blow followed by the boom for the win. There you go. Very simple. This was not the kind of match that you uh, go blow to blow. But I liked it. I I enjoyed it. I'm starting to like the New Japan style. New Japan style is very entertaining. I really like it. So then we have the, uh, the JAS Society trying to get into the arena, but security is there to stop them. As per the stipulation in the Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston match, only Garcia is allowed in. And Jericho says that to the guard that he's so over in Pittsburgh, he makes more money than him in a day than he makes in a year. But it doesn't work. Security does our job. And Jericho has to get in the last word. He says he's going to file a complaint with HR. Great. On
2: your ass!
1: And they leave. What'd you think of that, Bob?
2: Uh, I'm glad they're out of there. Yeah.
1: So, we are backstage, and Hook is being interviewed as they're walking. And when they round the corner, Danhausen is there as he opened up a bunch of Lay's bags of chips. <laughs> classic flavor. And emptied them all over the ground and says, Is this how you like your powerful chips? Give me a match! Hook then puts Danhausen up against the wall and says, "You wanted my attention. You got it now." And walks away. <laughs> I love that.
2: Lay's potato chips. I actually like original Lay's better than any other flavor. That's uh,
1: Shay's favorite flavor.
2: You know what I like about the original chip? It'll go with any dip. You don't have to worry about That's any true. other flavor overpowering yeah. it. That's a good point. It's like
1: a like a tortilla chip. I love tortilla chips. Yes, tortilla. Next, we have a squash match between the murder hawk monster Lance Archer with Jake the Sweat Roberts versus Serpentico. Serpentico immediately has... No, I'm sorry. Serpentico immediately as Lance's... Wait, hang on a second here. Oh, no. Hang on a second
2: here. Who wrote this? What kind of crap is what this? What
1: is this shit? This is terrible. Lance comes out. Serpentico goes for a suicide dive, but uh, it, Archer no-sells. And then choke slams him on the ring apron. Uh the starts and Archer hits a release suplex. Actually, more like a suplex throw. Nice. Followed by the blackout for the win. And then followed by two more giant chokeslam for a good measure. Oops. Oops. I did it again. Now we get uh, smart mark and Tony Nice. And Mark says Tony is undefeated with him. Tony says smart mark lines him up and he knocks him out. Kid times smart. Uh, by the way, I'm drinking a new beer. I gave you one if you want to try it from Ireland.
2: Tell us what it is. It's the it's from Sullivan Brewing, Sullivan's Brewing Company, uh, Maltings uh, Irish Ale.
1: Ooh, this beer won an award. Five percenter best draft ale in the world. It says all our Maltings Red Ale won overall category champion at the International <sighs> Brewing Awards also known as the Oscars of the beer world. Uh, We were the first ever Irish brewery since 1886 to win a champion in a competition that hosted over 1,200 beers from 50 countries. Oh, very nice. I would agree. This is very good. Ah, Cheers to you guys. All right, so now we have the uh, Daniel Garcia versus Eddie Kingston in a grudge match match. Eddie starts immediately with a flurry of punches and slaps. As Taz says, it's like a piece of raw roast beef, but no gravy. (laughs) Garcia then bites Eddie's head. As Taz makes a Mike Tyson reference. Nice. Back from the break, Garcia hits a German suplex for a near fall. Garcia gets some shots in the corner until Eddie gets the upper hand and hits a knee to the back of Garcia's head. Eddie then goes for a DDT, but Garcia counters that into a Boston crab. But Eddie gets to the ropes. Garcia goes for a sharpshooter. Eddie hits the finger point of doom, finger poke of doom, followed by an exploder suplex for two counts. Eddie calls for the the back fist, but Garcia counters. But Eddie counters his counter with a spinning back fist for the win. There you go. Eddie then takes off his belt, grabs a mic, and says that he's saving this whipping for you, Jericho. Nice. Nice. Can't wait. Now we have Tony Shivani Schiavone with Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland.
3: Standing by with Swerve Strickland and Keith Lee. And what a match a week ago in New Orleans against Team Taz. Yeah, I heard you were so entertained, Tony. The reality is Taz, a person that I've looked up to, I studied. I haven't up to him. I not studied. He tarnished this battle when he got involved. And in now him, his team, I want to annihilate them all, and I swear to God, swerve.
0: As
3: you can tell right now, my man Keith Lee, he's a little perturbed right now. That's one of them big words you taught me a couple weeks ago? Well anyway, yeah, so Calvin and Hobbes, last week in New Orleans. Yeah. Y'all won that little battle of New Orleans. That's cute. But guess what? We're going to have to pay that back in blood because you won the battle, but the war's far from over.
1: Alright, so right after that, Starks is on commentary And he says that they have a check With their name on it And they plan to cash it out
2: There you go,
3: here we go
1: Now we have Tony with Britt Jamie Hader, and Tony
0: Storm
3: Jamie Hader, Dr. Britt Baker DMD and Tony Storm Have all qualified for the Owen Hart Foundation Tournament One of these ladies could go on To be the champion
4: No, one of these ladies will definitely go on to be the champion And she's on your right side okay. Shut up, Britt Aside from being AEW Women's Champion, what exactly have you done? Have you ever left Pittsburgh? Ever thought about it? Do you know who I am? Or what I've done? Or anything?
0: <sighs> Apparently not. Do <sighs> you <sighs> 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 I never. I'll see you God. in the first round. Yeah, you will. Mm. Yeah. yeah. And you? Mm. Hmm. Maybe I'll
2: see you later.
1: Maybe I'll see you, you tonight, baby.
2: Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh.
0: She's, she's making She always leaves, that's a thing. She's
1: such a bitch. Always leaving. All right, it's three in a row. After that, we have Dax and Cash on them facing each other in the Owen Hart Foundation tournament.
3: I promise you this. The match is going to be physical, and we both know that. This is something that we wanted to do. Like, we wanted to face each other in the Owen Turner because it means a lot to us. Things may heat up, and we both know that. We get to pay respects to a guy who gave everything to this business, and that's something that I never really thought I would be able to do. I love you, and you are my brother, but I've got to win this. i got to win this for myself. I've got to win this for Owen Hart. Ultimately, i got to win this for my girls. Dax or cash.
1: Yeah. Uh, turns out it was their idea to do this. Wow. Uh, Excuse me. On to our main event between Jade Cargill versus Marina Shafir. And here's Mark Henry with the main event promo. Three in a row, baby. That's rare on Rampage.
0: Thanks guys. Jade after the night, you could be 30 and 0. In the past weeks, you've given very little consideration to your opponents. Don't you think that
3: Marina deserves your consideration tonight? Who? Mark, tell Absolutely, I will. Listen, originally I was concerned with the MMA background and the black belt. And then I thought about it. I have a black belt too. I bought it for 20 bucks on Amazon. Jade Cargill is the hardest working professional wrestler on planet Earth. She takes every single match seriously. Very seriously. What I want to talk about is the celebration for number 30. Balloons will rain from the ceiling. The plan is in place.
4: Plans, Mark? Yeah. Problems don't care about plans. Mark. Problem. Problem. She called her. I'm a the problem in this division. You're gonna have to solve me out. Morena Mar- whatever your name is.
0: Well, hell it you? looked like there's been enough talk. It sure is. It's time for the main. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So Shafir goes for a crossbody, but Jade catches her and then tosses her over, over her head and down, down to the mat. Down, down, down. Down, down, down. down. Jade then clotheslines Shafir over the top rope and out. Jade then throws Marina into the barricade right in front of the baddie section. (laughs) Where the baddie is. And by the way, why the hell is Red Velvet a baddie? Yeah, because... They were just feuding. Yeah, not that long ago. Jesus Christ, what's happening here? And as Smart Mark distracts the ref in the ring, the baddies attack Marina and toss popcorn on her. (laughs) Take that, bitch. Yeah, because that's going to stop them. Freaking bitch. And let's see here. Yeah, Jade watches with a, uh, a blissful grin on her face. Then Jade chops the shit out of Marina as Jade falls back into her baddies. As Red Velvet and Kira Hogan give Jade a nice, sexy peck on the cheek. Yes, that's very nice. Very nice. Back in the ring, Jade hits a back suplex followed by a high stack for a two-count. Marina gets up and hits some kicks to Jade's thigh, followed by a front face lock. She has it locked for for a bit, but Jade powers her way out and hits a power slam. That was awesome. As Jade continues to dominate this match, back from the longest picture-in-picture ever, Marina continues to target Jade's leg as she locks in a heel hook, hook, hook. But Jade gets to the rope. Now outside the ring, Marina walks up to Smart Mark and does a judo toss on him as she goes back over to Jade and lands some more kicks to Jade's leg. However, Marina gets distracted by the baddies as Jade hits a pump kick to Marina's face. Jade then chokeslams Marina on the timekeeper's table and then throws her back in the ring. Jade then steps on Shafir to pin her, but Shafir counters that into another heel hook as Jade continues to strike Marina in the face with her heel as Marina finally breaks the hold. Then Jade hits Jaded for the win. Uh, we get balloons from the ceiling as Jade holds the belt high. You're 30-0 champ, Bob.
2: Good. Hooray!
1: That's Rampage. Rampage? Uh, what do you say we do a little... Hmm this day in wrestling.
2: That sounds great. I'm gonna do that. Let's go. On
0: this, this day in wrestling, wrestling history.
1: history. On this day in wrestling history, April twenty-third, nineteen ninety. Mr. Perfect Kurt Henning defeats Tito Santana in a tournament final in Austin, Texas to win his first. WWF Intercontinental Championship. The tournament which was held over the course of several TV tapings with some matches held out of order. <laughs> saw Henning defeat Jimmy Snuka and Santana defeat one man gang in the first round. While the other first round matches ended with no winners, Roddy Piper versus Rick Martell was a double DQ. Dino Bravo, rest in peace, versus Brutus Beefcake was a double count out. Jesus Christ, man. Terrible. So Hennig and Santana went straight to the finals. The title had been vacated when The Ultimate Warrior won the World Title title from Hulk Hogan at WrestleMania 6. Yep.
2: All right, 1977. The biggest star of the current WWE generation, multi-time WWF and World Champion John Cena was born.
1: Hey. He's 2 years younger than me. 2010, WWE released a slew of talents, including Shelton Benjamin, hmm, Mickey James, Funaki, Jimmy Wayne Yang, Slammaster J, Ray Gordy, also known as Jesse of Jesse and Festus, Katie Leah Burchill, now Winter in TNA, and Mike Knox.
2: And in 2002, Randy Orton made his WWF debut on SmackDown, where he defeated Bob Holley.
0: On this day in wrestling history.
2: Right in the news. No transition. Right into it. Let's go. Do you want to talk about something? Talk about what? Let's talk about news.
1: Let's talk about some news.
2: You got all the news. Let's hear
1: the news. Jim Cornette slams hangman Adam Page for punching like a little girl. He says, Adam Page seriously punches like a girl. Did you see why are they all doing fake? That's how it's said. That's what it was written. They figure if they throw more of them and they're faster, that somehow people cannot see that they are not connecting on anything and there is no steam behind them. Okay. Okay, old man. Get off my lawn, you little bitch. So, um, stardom will not be part of AEW and, and New Japan's uh, Forbidden Door event, which means if you are a fan of women's wrestling, you're not gonna have any. Nope, none for you. Because New Japan is all male wrestlers. So during an untelevised event, LA Knight, yeah, came out with the newest member of Knight Model Management, Mansoor. oh Oh. so there he's there he's been then the pair introduced another new member mace only he goes by a different name now bob it's very creative it's genius his new name face oh jesus
2: bad enough you made la knight a manager Uh,
1: he could be good at that though he's good on the mic
2: he's also a really good wrestler
1: Yes, and uh, Bret Hart's not coming to AEW because he signed a contract with uh, WWE. Allegedly, money for lots of money. And Speaking of money, Bob, here, here comes, comes the money. money. Here we go. Here we go. Even though we didn't cover it, we'll still give you the ratings raw 1.648 million viewers down from 1.803 they did a 0.47 in the key demo down from 0.54 they ranked number 17 and on the night in viewership in three on the cable top 150 very nice yes out of that number one slot they were there for like two weeks now uh dynamite 930,000 viewers down from 977 0.37 demo stayed the same they ranked number 35 on the night in viewership And 4 on the cable top one hundred and fifty. 50 uh, Rampage Last week's show did 482,000 viewers Down from 600 They did a .22 in the demo Down from .25 Rampage ranked number 76 On the night in viewership Not good And number 9 on the cable top one hundred and fifty. NXT 569,000 viewers Down from 610 they stayed the same at the demo at .12 and ranked 68 in viewership and 44 in the Cable Top 150. Dark 392
0: views on YouTube, Elevation 332. And that's awards. Hello.
2: We forgot something You forgot awards <laughs> That sucked That almost sucked big time Yes Do better, me Hey, we're tired, I'm tired
1: It's 9.08pm, do you know where your children are?
2: Like I told you last night, no No <laughs>
1: All right, Bob, let's go here. Some awards. Okay. Hottest female. Hottest female of the week. Tony Storm. I have the Raw Ring Girl back from 1993. <laughs> God. Loved her look. Hottest male.
2: I'm going to go with... Hmm, that's tough.
1: It's very easy. Rick Steiner. <laughs> okay. He's very hairy. Uh, I'm going with Jay White. Jay White looks good. Real good. Uh, best promo?
2: Was there, a best was there a best promo? Was there one? I don't know. I would, if I had to, I'd give it to MJF from backstage. Rob Bartlett. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> For all the shit he said.
1: No, no, hell no. There isn't one. There isn't one. There isn't You're isn't right. One. There is a worse promo though. Britt Baker. Oh yes, that was bad.
2: Oh <laughs> no, best promo. Uh, Bobby Heenan trying to get in dressed up as a sick <laughs> juice. Yes,
1: that's perfect.
2: Uh, best segment? Uh, All the Bobby the Brain heated moments. Yes.
1: <laughs> sweep that. Worst segment? Uh, everything Rob Bartlett said.
2: Yeah, I'll go with that. <laughs> best match?
1: F. Cole and Ishii.
2: Cole and Ishii was I'm good. digging that style now.
1: I'm, I'm I'll sweep that. On me. Worst match?
2: Coco good.
1: versus Yoko. <laughs> <laughs> now
2: now I see what happened to, uh, to Gary. Gary. <laughs> Gary Coleman Gary Coleman that's all that, yeah what we'll you talking about that. Bob what you talking about Yoko a best overall wrestler of the week
1: was hmm. there one let's see maybe hmm can't do that one
2: I'm gonna give it to Yokozuna's ass <laughs>
1: no <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> it's disgusting
2: he bonsai all over that guy i want to go uh
1: Macho Man why not oh yeah best show Dynamite Yeah. There you go. Now we can play Val. Please play us out, Val.
2: Who's currently cancelled? Is he? Yeah. I don't care. He may have said some random stuff. I think he also believes werewolves run London. It's just a movie, there, Val. It's not real. It's also a Warren Zevon song.
1: So, if you want to hear more. Old stuff. You want to pick one out? Just hit us up.
2: What'd yeah, you, I, could, I what, could use
1: a week off. What'd you think about about that?
2: Oh, this was uh, this was great. I liked it. It's funny. It's I good. I enjoyed it. Unlike Raw regularly. All right,
1: so we're gonna keep doing it until Raw gets good again.
2: Make we're all good again. So
1: maybe around SummerSlam.
2: Ah, uh, the road to WrestleMania is when Raw gets good. Okay, cool. So we'll so see we'll you next see year. You next Ra. year, no problem
1: there. <laughs> Alright, so hit us up on our socials at uh, Facebook. Facebook is Backyard Podcast. Instagram, Backyard Wrestling Pod. Twitter, Backyard Marks. Uh, what's next? Our email. Our email. Uh, Backyardpod at yahoo.com That's it. That's it. There you go. 100. 100 we did down. It. 100 more to go. Let's go, baby. Thanks for listening. See you. See you next week with an all new who knows? I haven't picked it yet.
3: Out here every night with hustle, loyalty, respect on my sleeve, that is a credo I have adopted for the men and women who defend the freedom of this country. We have caught and compromised to a permanent end, Osama bin Laden. This is something tonight. But I feel damn proud to be an American.
0: My side of the bed um, was human fecal matter. I had to. (laughs) God, see you guys later.